0: You're listening to i ninety five Bangor's classic rock station with Jay Stu and Corey in the morning. Jay Stu and Corey rock.
1: Bangor's classic rock station at ninety five point seven FM. Jay Stu and Corey here this morning. And as I promised just a few minutes ago, today's morning music matchup is chosen by Mary. There we go. Oh, thank yeah, you, Mary.
2: Mary told she, we had a great. Bunch of suggestions, and we decided to go with with Mary's today. So, Mary Klein thank you very much for that suggestion. She said Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven versus ACDC's Highway to Hell. I think that's a great matchup. I can't believe we haven't done it yet.
1: <laughs> oh, you know, we we probably you know? tried. <laughs> uh, it was good. That's
2: a good matchup. So, you can head on over to uh, well to our Facebook page, or you can call us at 991-9713 and vote. Mary is picking today's battle for us. It's our What You Want Wednesday morning music matchup picked by you, and that's what we're going to start doing. So Tuesday night, look for those little blips to come up on Facebook, and then you can suggest, and we'll see. I mean, there were some good ones. There were some great
1: great ideas in there.
2: Yeah, they were... I'm excited for this, so...
1: Ones that Let's we will see. definitely steal and use later when you're not yeah. looking.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, we'll give you credit. We, we're, we're not even above that.
1: So, oh, no, uh, that's not, Corey will give you credit. That's it.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, get your votes in right now before the end of the hour. Of course, we will definitely be playing one of those two songs because that's, uh, that's the pick today.
1: Now, so. the, the, what it comes down to, though, is do you want to rock hard right out of the gate or do you want to rock hard three minutes later? <laughs>
2: do you want to be able to run to the bathroom for a minute Then come back and start the rock Oh man
1: You ever seen that meme where it's like the dude Just kind of like staring at the ground in one panel And then he's kind of staring off into space And he like looks sad and bored uh-huh. And I've seen ones that say That that's John Bonham for the first three minutes Of Stairway to Heaven He's <laughs> like kind of twiddling his thumbs Staring at the ground Nothing to do Well you
2: know Two great songs though you can't you can't beat them so uh, vote for them that's what I would say 91-9713. one nine seven one three let's do it
1: yeah you can also of course do it right there at the i ninety five Facebook page send us a letter send us an email do all that stuff and we'll see who's gonna win also we're gonna give away the best pizza at the end of the hour as well so let's see who is victorious all the way around today on the i ninety five morning show at-, at Bangor's classic rock station at ninety five point seven FM Jay Stu and Corey here this morning. So, uh, our morning music matchup was chosen by Mary today, who put Led Zeppelin's Highway to Hell versus ACDC's (laughs) other way around. (laughs) (laughs) Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven versus ACDC's Highway to Hell. You know, it's tough being dyslexic, I tell you what. Uh,
2: Well, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about that. I'm like, it really is. It's like, it is a stairway. It's a climb to get one way, and it's a race to go the other. So, that's a-
1: Do you remember that (laughs) episode of South Park? (laughs) <laughs> where it was, it was, I, I'm, I'm not making light of 9-11, but it was right around there. It was like they had all the kids. And it, was it, uh, it was like Toby Keith or something like that. It was like, where were you when they built the ladder to heaven? <laughs> it was yeah. so. And then and like the kids took it literally and they kept trying to stack things up, trying to get all the way to heaven. Oh. You know, That's South Park, That's, it's, it's, it's yeah. what they do. It's what they yes, do. you
2: great ideas all day long. South Park, there you go. Uh, we can vote. Yes, you can vote today for the morning music matchup. I love this. Doug's already weighed in. He said, I was so excited. Yesterday, I commented that this might be the best idea you guys have ever had, which... If, if this is the best, then we need to admire. This hey. morning, I'm rethinking that, realizing that this is just an opportunity for me to be super disappointing twice in any given Wednesday. What's funny is I think he meant super disappointed because I don't. Does he want to be disappointing? I, I Doug usually
1: so. is, so it's okay.
2: Oh, stop it. He voted uh, for Highway to Hell, though. You can throw that in there. So, uh, I, right What now, I think is funny. pretty ACDC heavy.
1: I think Doug's just got sour grapes because we didn't pick his two songs today. That's what no. it is.
2: He's, he's had a <laughs> chance, and that's what this <laughs> is. This is about giving everybody a chance to weigh in. Uh, Mary just happened to be the one that we picked out of all of the different suggestions. Well, and you
1: sports. and I Fabulous, both by the way. loved it separately. Like yes. when, we, when we got when we hooked up this morning, I was like, "Oh man, there was a great one on there," and you're like,
2: "That's the one I chose,"
1: and I was like, yeah. "Super <laughs> perfect,
2: we're on the same so. freaking page." Yeah, today is Mary. Maybe next Wednesday it'll be somebody else. Carrie Jo had a really good one up there, too. So, I mean, there were some really good ones. So you that's what it's about, just giving you a chance to pick the battles. And, and and if you have one great one by somebody and then another one by somebody else, then we can put those two up against each other on a battle. That's right. We make the rules. It's it's. I mean, we're the bosses of this Pretty much. Tiny, tiny little
1: And we're just going to get bossier. Today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's do this. Where it, you choose, it, the, like Corey just said a second ago, it's it's uh, it's pretty AC/DC heavy right now. Though the phones have been leaning towards Zeppelin, so pff, hard to say. But your votes, your matchup—that's what's happening today on the I-95 Morning Show. When we come back in just a couple minutes, we'll have our winner and we'll give away some Besta Pizza. So stay right here on I-95. White taking the top spot today in Mary's morning music matchup on that's I-95. Right. So uh that means Stairway to Heaven will move on to Friday and we'll see how Certainly. Led Zeppelin fares there. And that like Tracy that was from with Tracy. yeah. That exactly. Was with
2: Tracy's votes of like five or six votes, so that was pretty awesome.
1: That was she she brought Zeppelin back to the edge, whereas yep. they were they were being trounced upon by mm-hmm. AC DC up to that point. So that's the power of the telephone. But Speaking of the power of the telephone, if you use it right now, you could win yourself free lunch. Because we're going to give away some pizza from the best. I, uh, I have not made it over there yet in the new year. And no, it, and I haven't it, either.
2: We should go. We should go for lunch.
1: I, I want to go and eat all the pizza. See, because yeah. the deal is, you go in there. Normally, if it was any other day, you go in and it's 6 bucks. But for 6 bucks, you get a quarter of a 17-inch pizza. It's not like you're... You know, this thing's the size of your head. If you hold that slice of pizza up in front of your face, all I'm going to see is, like, your beard. That's it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> beard pizza. Yeah.
1: Mmm, yeah. delicious. <laughs> uh, plus, in addition to that, you get chips and a fountain drink. So, I mean, it's it's the whole package right there. So, we're going to give it away right now. All you have to do is answer, as usual, one of the easiest trivia questions that ever lived. Yep. So, we if you're a... Mat- What's that? I said, we don't make it hard. No! Why would I? Pfft. I want. I want to feed people, not confuse them. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you are a Metallica fan, I just gave away the answer. There we go. So, <laughs> did <I> accidentally did. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So, let's hear all right. it. Let's hear it. <laughs> I'll just pick a different question off the thing. <laughs> <laughs> the question was going to be, what band formed in 1981 with James Hetfield, Lars Ulrich, Dave Mustaine, and Ron McGovney? Oh, but <laughs> oh, I don't
2: know. Who could that be? <laughs> I don't know either. Anyway,
1: so I got a different one right here. Let's try this okay. one instead. uh 9713 is the number to call. What computer operating system dominated the industry in the 90s? So we've all been there. We've all had to deal with That. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's like something 95. It's like something whatever. You get the idea. So, if you can answer that question at 9919713, we're going to give you free pizza today from Debesta. So, what computer operating system was the big deal in the 90s? Tell us that, and you're going to get free pizza today from the I 95 Morning Show. The MJ Stu Corey here this morning. And we were just talking off air a second ago about that craziness. Is it North, uh, West Virginia or is that in Virginia yeah, proper?
2: Virginia and Virginia, the Department of Transportation and the state police trying to get all those cars. There have been a pile up, a backup because of winter weather down that area because they don't see it as much as I think we do, obviously. Um, uh, and, it, and people have been on the interstate stranded there without they're running out of food, they're running out of fuel. And you were just saying, you know, we, we had a pile up here a while back and it was cleared in like three hours because yeah. we we're used to this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and they, they're not Not so much. So, definitely one of those. I'm sure folks in that state are going to remember that particular situation going on right now. And we had talked yesterday a little bit about other people remembering 24 years ago this week, the ice storm of '98. We put something up about that. I mean, where were you?
1: I was living in Portland.
2: Were you? And were you guys as hit? I mean, oh yeah, we we got all the ice.
1: But in Portland. Like, the entire electrical grid is set up differently than it is up here. So, so like, Mm -hmm. if you live on the peninsula, like I did, I lived in the West End, maybe, like, five or six blocks from Main Med. My lights didn't even flicker. Wow. didn't even flicker. It was amazing. Whereas my folks up here, my mom and my grandparents, oh, God, they lived on 4th Street in Bangor, and they were without power for, I think, four or five days. Like, here in Bangor.
2: For, I mean, there were some that took a couple of weeks because, I mean, I remember, I think that we had talked oh, about Oh, yeah, there were
1: people bit. down there that lived in, like, Hollis or whatever, you know, on yeah. the outskirts of Portland, uh, you know, a little ways out of town. And I, I had a friend that was without power for three weeks. Wow.
2: Imagine Yeah, like and I remember I remember it being a big deal because they had linemen from all over the country come up here. And part of the problem was that they couldn't because the you know, the roads and stuff were so bad and the damage was so huge it and the trees that came down and whatnot, all that had to be like removed before they could even start working on some of these spots. It just hit the state so hard. Uh so Put something up on uh, uh, i95rocks.com and we put it on facebook and people have been sharing where they were like dave was driving a tractor trailer it took him three hours to go from bangor to mdi with absolutely no traffic wow tri- no traffic the trip the trip you made from portland to bangor that time was eight hours can you imagine like that's no unreal uh, Brad goes, he was at home. He lost it for a week he, in the neighborhood. They ate great, though. They cleaned out their freezers. <laughs> they are just like, cooking party for all. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, they had a wood stove. I'll tell you, that one experience of the ice storm of 98, uh, you know, and I was in college, like I said, I was, I think, 18 or something like that, uh, had made me, as a grown-up when I started looking for houses, absolutely, uh, there was no way I was buying a house without a wood stove. Yeah. Because I knew that there was a chance that that could happen. And that, I think it changed the, the way a lot of people thought about Even in
1: spring 2020, it wasn't an ice storm, but we had that snowstorm, late, Mm -hmm. late season snowstorm in like April or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And, oh man, I thanked my lucky stars for the wood stove.
2: Yeah. Because that kept us going.
1: And that was the one that drove us to immediately buy a generator. We're like, yep, screw this. Because that was, (laughs) we were without it for, out of my house, I think 18 hours. Yeah. Which is, you know, nothing compared to the ice storm. And, right. and I know other people, even here in town Bangor, that were without power for two or three days after that. Yep. So it's it's nuts when that happens. We'll, we're going to get to some more of these comments in just a few minutes and uh, sort of relive Ice Storm 98 because yeah. that sounds fun. You can join
2: us too. If you want <laughs> 991-9713, what were you doing for the Ice Storm in 98? How'd you make it through?
1: Absolutely. Uh, it's going to be much nicer today. We're going to get up around 45, except it's going to rain all day. 21, oh, sorry, 24 right now. 719 on the I-95 morning show. Brock Station, Jay doing Corey at 95.7 FM. Today we're sort of, uh, well, I mean, we got a bunch of stuff going on, but we have most recently been sort of reliving Ice Storm 98 because it was,
2: how many years ago yesterday? 24.
1: Or, or this week, we can say. It was yeah. yesterday specifically, but 24 years ago. Well, yesterday specifically
2: ago. is when the storm started to move and the warm air started to circulate, and then it just hit us between, like, I think it was the 5th the and it was 80 straight hours of freezing rain. 80 hours of it. And then it froze up, and then everything started to crackle and fall. And it was like trees that you had seen forever
1: weren't there anymore. It's funny. I was, uh, back then, I didn't have a driver's license. (laughs) Go figure. And uh, I was coming home to visit my family, you know, maybe a month or two later, something like that. Nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. And I was riding up on the bus. I was taking the bus up to Bangor from Portland. And I was riding up. I'm noticing on both sides of the road and stuff all the trees were broken in half. Yeah. And it was just crazy to look at. It was just it looked like an apop- uh, an apocalyptic nightmare, you know. Yeah, it was just it was just it's- trees broken. It was nuts.
2: It was uh, the, the the cleanup of the Ice Storm of 98 was on a pretty epic scale, I would say. The, you were mentioning earlier that, that people, was it down in the Portland area where the Y had yeah. stopped taking people because people weren't there to shower? The,
1: the, the Y put a cap, both Ys, the YM and the YW, because I think they were still both back then mm-hmm. down there. And, yeah, they put a cap on memberships because they just got flooded by people that, because down there, they're on the outskirts of town, you know, in... in Windham, Gorham—you know those those towns outside—they were some of those folks were without power for a, a couple, maybe a few weeks. Yep. So, all the gyms—you know, yep. everywhere you look, everybody's getting pummeled with brand new memberships because people want to shower. The Y had people stacked up, waiting in line to take a five-minute shower. <laughs> that That's was all you could do. Crazy.
2: Uh, this was interesting. Uh, we got a comment here on, on our Facebook page about it. Uh, Easton says, I was about 10 years old and we were home because Orland knew that the storm would be so bad that they got a snow day. Okay. We lost power that day. Didn't get it back till the end of the month, if not February, because, you know, that, that just sure. took places like that. Uh, but both of his parents were uh, firefighters. And so they pretty much lived at the fire department on call. I mean, those guys, the EMS around that time. Oh, yeah. you know, Just they were... They were working nonstop. Uh, Haley's family said she said she was out without power for two weeks. And remember, she remembers cooking on the kerosene heater and showering at work. And I think a lot of people sure. did that if it, they couldn't go to the Y, they'd go to work. Or I know, like some people uh, in the article that I wrote, my friend Suban, it was uh, one of the biggest things he had ever seen at that point in time. And he had friends from Newburgh, one of which was pregnant, can't come over and live with them because they were without power. And for some people, water.
1: No, you know, yeah. if,
2: if the power's gone the water's gone so well
1: and that's that why we really, bought a generator after that storm right. because out where I am like no power means you can't flush the toilet you can't have a glass of water you can't do anything basically except go to someone's house that has city water <laughs> yep
2: exactly
1: <laughs> oh man uh, that's what we've been just chatting about this morning I mean we can chat about Twiddlesticks, if you want, but we were just, you know, reliving those <laughs> moments because it was, it, every, it's, it's one of those things where everybody knows where they were, what they were doing, what was happening. So we're, uh, we're reliving those moments. So join us if you want 991-9713, or hit us up on the I ninety five Facebook page and talk about Ice Storm ninety eight. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> Here on the I ninety five morning show, when the power... I ninety five Bangor's classic rock station at ninety five point seven FM. Jace and Corey here today. And uh, we were we were reliving the ice storm because why wouldn't
2: anybody want to do that? Well, it was a, it was an epic and memorable time for a lot of people if you happened to be alive during that time. I mean, uh, most yeah. of our listeners know it and if you were in town, you certainly felt the uh, impact of something like that because it was unlike anything we'd had really ever seen before.
1: I would say for our generation, it carries kind of the same weight as the way our parents always talk about well, I don't think your family was living here yet, but the blizzard of 62 mm. is, is always the legendary Bangor weather benchmark. Yep. Because the, the irony of that is the weatherman at the time, I, I can't remember who it was. I mean, I wasn't alive in 62, but you know, my family has retold the story a million times. But the forecast called for flurries, and they got <laughs> four feet of snow.
0: Wow.
1: And uh, my mom talks about how, like... <laughs> <laughs> the city was handing them out back then cars still had antennas like on the hood uh-huh. so uh-huh. everybody had to put these orange balls on top of their antennas because the snowbanks were also high you couldn't see around the corner to see if there was wow. any cars so you had to look for the stupid little orange ball on top of the antenna <laughs> wow i, I can't I, i've never seen snow like that in my life mean I, that I, kind yeah, of I don't think, craziness yeah, i don't
2: think i've ever seen it that bad either four feet that's that's I mean, incredible
1: we, we got like three feet a couple years ago almost like five yeah. or six years ago i remember it took me three hours to snow blow my driveway
2: wow Wow! it, it
1: was insane which usually took like 40 minutes
2: that's crazy that is crazy. Yeah, looking through, I mean, the, I think that was the longest a lot of people were without power. That one storm that happened a few Halloween's back, like four or five oh, years yeah. ago, Yep. that was, you know, that kept people without power for a while. But I, but I think they had learned, most of them, again, from the ice storm of 98. Okay, there's a possibility, rare though it may be, that things like this can come along and make it difficult. It's not that we didn't have the manpower, because we certainly had the manpower, and they were really good at their jobs, as linemen. It's that the n- nature just kind of kept them from. Being be able able to do their job. So on occasion that will happen and uh, that's why they become so memorable. But reading through just like I said, reading through some of these these uh, stories about what people did and how they got by and and that was really one of the first things that left an impression on me at least when i was younger uh, it was how people in maine were so willing to help one another or like sure. like one of them said you know the neighborhood ate well that week because we took everything out of, out of our freezers and we, we had, you know lit them on a stove or you know grilled out a lot of people grilled out that i thought that was pretty neat but it was just amazing to see because i've lived in other places in, in, in the sure, States. Sure. Uh, and I've never come across uh, the, the kind of just give the shirt off your back, do anything for a neighbor um, personality like, like Mainers have. And I think a lot of that stems from being in situations like this where it's like, well, it, embrace the suck and do what you can to get yourself by and get others by. Yeah. Know? So that's why I always come back home. People are just
1: better. I like them. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll check back in on this in a few, of course, coming up in just a couple minutes. We've got Ask Miss Corey. So I don't think we're going to talk about the ice storm at that point, but you just no. never know. <laughs> no, I don't
2: think so. I mean, you're the one with the letters that come in. So well, that's true. I'll, I'll let that be you.
1: So stay right here. We'll uh, get into Ask Miss Corey coming up just after 8 o'clock here on the I-95 Morning Show. Hey, it's Jason Stewart from the I-95.
0: Now it's time for Ask Miss Corey on I-95. Real-life answers to real-life questions from a totally unqualified source.
1: Okay. Let's find out what's up with dear Miss Corey today. All right. Dear Miss Corey, my wife is borderline addicted to words with friends. And it's causing me concern. In addition to creating some strife within our marriage... Uh, Sorry. That's a weird sentence. It just sort of ends that way. I'm sorry. Anyway, it would be one thing if she were only playing with other female players, but she also has an ongoing game with a former male classmate, which I consider to be a form of online flirting. Would you agree or am I overreacting? I still work and my wife is retired, so when I'm ready for bed, I have to get up early, and she's wide awake and ready for late-night games with friends, one in particular. I've suggested repeatedly that she go to bed when I go, but she says she isn't sleepy and is a late-night person, so she stays up until 1 or 2 in the morning playing words with friends. This continues to cause a bit of disharmony in our marriage, and it's something I have a hard time accepting as permissible. What do you think? Signed, Confused in Carmel.
2: Okay. So, here are my thoughts. (laughs) Let me give them to you. I'm ready. (laughs) Uh... Definitely it's time, I think, for you both maybe to seek some professional help because there's, there's a rift, whether she wants to admit it or not, and maybe some of the behavior is completely harmless, but maybe it's not, and maybe she's trying to fill a void that she feels there that she doesn't realize that she even has. First of all, there's a thought. Um, I get it from both sides. I understand because I mean, being an early morning person here, even though I'm a late night person, but it's hard. It's hard when your partner right. uh, doesn't share the same schedule, and that can be distancing in and of itself as well. The the terminology permissible. I'm not. That's not my favorite. <laughs> I, right. I take one one. Uh, I mean, that's a problem for, for me. I think you have to have a, an open kind of a two-way street going on without permission so much. But that, that's one of the reasons why I think maybe if you're using language like that and she's distancing, it's time for you to call in a big gun and both get to the bottom of why you feel that way and why she feels the need to stay up and do that. Because it's really not... You can have independent lives within a marriage. That's totally understandable. Sure. But you have to be able to come together at some point. And I don't hear a lot of that going on. Um, also, if he's taken the time to acknowledge to her that this is something that makes him uncomfortable, and that hasn't been has been dismissed. There's a problem in that, too, so sure. there are lots of things that I think need to be dealt with within this marriage that I am not licensed or qualified to give advice on, <laughs> just perspective. Uh, so I would, I would go and, and talk to somebody, because both of you need to be heard, and if she's staying up and she's not filling her void with you, which just sounds so bad that I said that out loud, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> <it's>, um, <laughs> that, that needs to be addressed in, in a certain way. I'm gonna I'm just stop it there before I A wise say person
1: once else. told me to avoid those sorts of things, you introduce these people. You know, so if, if you wanna play late night games with a you know an old friend or something like that, it's imperative that you introduce that person to your spouse. Even if it's to be like, hey, become Facebook friends so you guys can get to know each other a little bit. Right. To take the take the
2: the take weird, the feelings the out of it. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. I mean, exactly. Hey, when we first got together as partners on the air, what did we do? We met with Case Stu to make sure she was cool with the fact that you and I are going to spend a bunch of time together because I certainly wouldn't want to get in the middle of that. So I think that there is definitely a lot of credence to that statement. That if you want to take that weirdness out of it, introduce, yeah, make them friends, make them part of it. But that's not happening here. It sounds like no, she's, no, she's okay I don't with think the so. fact that there's unco- you know discomfort and. That that's what needs. Yeah, to be dealt I think
1: with we it. all know what words are going on that board. Oh, boy, oh, <laughs> oh God. yeah.
2: Oh my. Ho. Woo. <laughs>
1: anyway, that's Ask Miss Corey for today. We'll have another one tomorrow because we always do. Stay right here on the i ninety five morning show. Station Jace doing Corey at ninety five point seven FM. We've been telling Ice Storm ninety eight stories this morning.
2: Swapping war stories from that time of, <laughs> of our that era. Whew, I, I love these phone calls that we got, though. This is a nice little glimpse into exactly what I was sorry—exactly what I was saying. <laughs> My big old hands got in the way. I'm talking with them. Your no, man hands.
0: <laughs> Shut up!
2: i like, no, got. Them. Uh, but uh, this is what I was saying earlier about how. We live in one of the best places in the world because we all got together and I think help one another. And this is what one of the the, the folks was saying, right?
1: Oh, all right. Yeah, I can play that no, one. No, first. no, hey,
2: no, no. Go back to. If, are you doing? Are you doing the one with the with the fire?
1: Yeah, I had that. Uh, one let's up and that, ready to that. Go. That was
2: pretty good too.
1: So the, I don't even need to set it up. This guy tells nope. the whole story way better yep. than I can ever. So, so let's good. just get into it.
0: I had the darling wife and three teenagers at my house. Girls. Oh boy. Oh my gosh. So the first thing they must do is shower, right? Right. Of course. So we got through a couple days, and I'm assistant chief of the fire department at the time, and I'm running back and forth between the fire station and my house. So we had a big wood boiler, so I, I told the wife, I said, don't fill that friggin' boiler full of wood until I get home and open those valves. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I get home, and I step in the house, and my glasses fogged up. So I get to the cellar stairs, and there's a, there's a huge cue on the cellar stairs. I go down and they had opened the door to the wood boiler and filled that friggin' thing right full of red oak. And there it sat, right on 400 degrees. Oh boy. Jumping right up and down off the floor. Oh boy. So I did what every fireman would do when he's right in up against it. I called the cavalry. We had a boiler guy on the department. He says, get everybody out of the house. It's going to blow. Oh, my God. I thought, well, where are we going to go, right? So I opened the back rollway door and shoveled the nuclear react fire that the misses and the kids had thrown in this boiler out. Get the boiler back down so it wasn't up on spike nuclear reactor temperature. Right. <laughs> Boy, <it> was... <laughs> that... That boiler was four-foot square, and it was pinned right at 400. The pressure gauge was pinned, and the steam was coming out of it every place, and it was literally just vibrating, trying to decide whether it was going to go down through the floor or go up through the floor into our bedroom. Right. I, said, I can't this believe is you, not you good. shoveled
2: it out <laughs> onto the snow.
1: <laughs> hey, that's what firemen knew.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. Don't bother calling me, but he's already here. <laughs> right. Oh, man. <laughs>
1: What a Can story.
2: Imagine? Can you imagine?
1: Well, see... <laughs> You gotta figure, this guy's got balls as big as church bells, right? Because, like, if, if I've got a boiler that's like, that's about to explode, I'm gonna be like, all right, I'm out, see ya. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna not s- bring me the shovel, I'm gonna fix this. No, I'm right? gonna stand
1: a quarter of a mile away and watch the house explode. That's what I'm gonna that's, do. Yeah. And what's he do? No, I'm just gonna open the door and shovel fire out the door.
2: It's, it's, like, like, <laughs> it's like going down a volcano with a shovel. Like, here we go, yeah. shovel lava. Like, that's just his. Yippee-yay! Yippee-yay, mother humper! (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, (laughs) pretty impressive. Oh, boy. Got to do what you got to do, and he didn't. He was right. Where were they going to go? Right. There was right. nowhere to really go. Well, you know, well, you know the missed
1: opportunity here, though, is if the house was in bad shape, they should have just let that thing blow up and taken no. the insurance money. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> well, you know, like, look, I'm an I'm an honest man, yeah. <laughs> more or less. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Anyway, so. we'll uh, we'll wrap this up here in a few, and then it's uh, it's time to get into a 95 minute classic rock free ride. But other than that, good stuff today. Stay right here on the i 95 Morning Show. When the Parak station at 95.7 FM, Jay Stu and Corey with you this morning. We morning. were uh, reliving the ice storm because it was 24 years ago this week that pretty much all of Maine was covered in a thin sheet of ice. That's now, crazy. we just had that like a week and a half ago or whatever it was, yeah. where we had that layer of ice over everything. But God forbid, I don't think my lights flickered but once. Like they went off, but it came. It didn't even. They weren't even off long enough to to kick on the generator.
2: Really, and that was
1: it. So, kudos to Versant and CMP for that storm for keeping things going. Uh, obviously, it was nothing like Ice Storm 98 by any stretch of the imagination, but still. No, but
2: like I was mentioning earlier, what like the amazing part of Ice Storm 98, the good stuff to come out of it was just the neighbor helping neighbor stories. Mm-hmm. It was like people just doing what they had to do and not complaining. Because I think so many people living down south, every time there was an issue, it was like, oh, all of this is happening. And yeah, it sucks, but you band together and you deal with it. That's what you do. That's why I love this place. And this is a great example of just how that happened.
1: Yeah, let's check this out.
0: Yes, hi, I wanted to comment on the storm of 98. Oh, please do. Well, we lived out in Herman and we lived on a dead end road and we had a wood stove and some of the neighbors did not. Oh, boy. So our family took in three other families. The women did the cooking and the cleaning and the men went out and chainsawed the limbs off the power lines so we could get power quicker. Ah, Ah, mm. Our neighbors all got together, and we did our share. And we had to fill buckets with snow to flush the toilet.
1: Yeah, oh boy! I that, and melt yeah. the
0: snow. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: you know, uh, other people don't know that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like growing up right. in Maine, that's the sort of that's the sort of education you get. You know how to flush exactly. the toilet when there's no power. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: We've done that at camp a million times. Like, oh, yep, the water's right. off for the season, and we're out there still screwing around. So you get the old five-gallon pail out of the lake and yep. dump the, That's what you do. dump it down. That's yep. it. So. Yeah,
2: well.
1: excuse me I was trying not to die right there (laughs) a little bit of spit in my throat stay with
2: us man stay with us Uh, yeah we've got a 95 minute classic rock free ride thank you to everybody who commented over uh, again that story's over at i95rocks.com or you can find it on our Facebook page and add your story to it as well it's been super entertaining and interesting to read down through those it's just neat because you know it's something we all have in common we all know where we were you know for the most part oh yeah
1: on those major events you're always like oh I I was right here when blah 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 happened so yeah Yeah. I I get that So uh, tomorrow is Troback Thursday, and oh, we'll uh, right. we'll have something fun for that. We'll get that up on Facebook oh, yeah. in a little while.
2: That's going to be about siblings.
1: And then uh, Friday, of course, we'll have our Best of the Losers battle and all that stuff. So we got we got a whole awesome week of stuff. Still planning together. on going. here.
2: We are together every day
1: in all kinds of best weather. Staff.
2: Yes. So there well, and, and literally in all kinds of weather. Friday's going to be interesting.
1: <laughs> Speaking of which, it's going to be 45 today. So keep that in Yay. mind. It is going to warm up quite a bit. We're already up to 29 here on the Acme Road. So that's a far cry from yesterday when I left work and it was 17. So Can that's I ask nice. You this, though? Yeah.
2: D- have you opened up the Christmas present that's still in the back of your car?
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a jerk. I'll go uh, right when we get off air. I'll go get it. Yes. I'll go get it. So, there. Anyway, 95-minute classic rock free ride on the way. So, stay right here on I-95.